Welcome to the new automation mindset where AI automation and integration come together. Successful automation is so much more than technology, it's a mindset. On this podcast, we're here to learn about this mindset from innovative leaders who actually practice it every single day. From Fortune 500 companies to the boldest startups, these leaders have reduced cost, crafted experience, and fueled growth with automation. They have transformed their companies and their careers. I'm your host, Marcus Zern, and as Chief Strategy Officer and part of the founding executive team at Workado, it is my mission to find these top innovators in AI, automation, and integration and share their journeys with all of you. You may notice that this show matches the title of the Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling book, The New Automation Mindset by Ao Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. You'll hear references to the key ideas of this book, the growth, process, and scale mindsets throughout the show. If you'd like to explore them further, be sure to check out the book in hard copy or on Kindle. All right, uh, Vishwas, very excited to have you on the show here. Um, and so you're the senior enterprise architect at uh, Kindrel. And you know, Kindrel, it's a, it's a new name. Some people might not know this yet, but it's a humongous uh, company. Uh, it's actually the uh, infrastructure part of what used to be the infrastructure part of IBM Global Services. We're talking close to what, 90,000 people, right? That's right. I think you guys, it's a big, it's a big company. So awe-inspiring kind of integration, automation challenge. Uh, and so really what, what, what made the change also of the name from IBM Global Services to Kindrel is you guys are, it's a, it's, it's a spinoff. Right, so you guys spin off, uh, spun off. You became your own uh, company. But so, Vish, tell us, tell us a little bit about you know once in a lifetime opportunity of going through such a uh, you know really significant transformation. Uh, your your CIO, Michael Bradshaw, what what is he looking for? What's the timeline? T tell us a little bit about this world that you're living in right now. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, just a quick background, right? I'm Vishwas Chauhan. I'm the enterprise architect um, with Kindle CIO. I manage the entire marketing platform for Kindle Marketing. The goal over here is to make sure that, you know, Kindle, after its spinoff, right? And those of you who do not know Kindle, Kindle is uh, the world's largest IT infrastructure servicing thousands of customers, right? We have a presence in more than 60 countries. We service 60% of the Fortune 100 and half of the Fortune 500 companies. And now with this spinoff for Kindrel, um, the opportunity was huge to be able to like, you know, uh, look at the hyperscaler landscape, like with no restrictions, right? And our expertise and our core is in the people, the people that help us support our enterprise customers across, across the globe. The challenge with uh, with this big uh, transformation that came for for Kindrel right after the spinoff was was life changing for 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 me especially looking at this from a perspective of like I said once in a lifetime opportunity uh, to own the entire marketing technology and be able to rebuild this from ground up to support Kindrel and then it also the strategy also had to align with the overall ask from our CIO 
right? The ask was very simple, right? Keep it, simplify our technology footprint, reduce our technology stack, simplify our processes, align the align the strategy to our business to our capability. And uh, with this being said, right, when we are looking at the marketing technology and the legacy systems that we inherited, in total we had about eighteen hundred application legacy applications that migrated from our previous company to Kendrel. And we owned around 180 of those between sales and marketing. And my my presence in CIO as an enterprise architect, it overlaps a little bit on the sales side as well because I deal with lead to opportunity. And um, going, and again, with the previous company, it was like all of these were like, you know, happening within siloed domains, the entire end-to-end process uh, was not broken, I'd say, but it was like not done as collaboratively as I would expect it to work. And um, to drive this strategy, right, we had to like really understand what the ask from the CIO CIO were against, right? We were, we were, we were, the, 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 one of the biggest challenges that we had is that this big transformation had to happen within a stipulated timeline, right? There were the timeline and the, time to get off these legacy systems was already set for us on the horizon, right? The clock was ticking, every day mattered. And there were multiple streams. When you're looking at a transformation that we're trying to drive at such a magnitude is not easy because it entails collaborating with domains across the enterprise. And these, and the domains itself, right? They themselves are in a flux of constant change across. So the landscape is constantly changing. There's always a shift. Having to keep all of that and have to enable another production line um, is where the, the, the major transformation started to happen for us. Like, how do we align our strategy to CIO where we can adopt SaaS solutions, move away from custom code and then also simplify our infrastructure footprint where we do not own custom processes but be and still be able to drive business no makes sense so i mean i hope all the audience kind of listen to this and go like well this is this is a big boys project this isn't like a small little thing i mean you you have 180 apps out of a total of 1800 apps uh you know, you're doing, I think it was two years, right? Is the timeline to kind of yes. get all of this done, which is very compressed uh, in that, that order of magnitude. And then, you know, the enterprise, you're the enterprise architect. But if I think about this, this kind of, this feels bigger than just architecture of one building. This is like city planning, if that makes sense. I mean, you're rebuilding like a whole city all at once while at the tri- you're trying to remodel and make it simpler and putting in modern buildings and so on this is this is a big thing so i think the audience on the online they know about the the book right the new automation mindset that we put together so what i wanted today to do is really take a project as significant as yours and and kind of go through the the kind of structure of the book you know we talked about the growth mindset the process mindset that the scale mindset so if you don't mind let's look at every single one of them and just kind of think about how you how you approach things let's start with the growth mindset and so you know listening to what other people say about you i think you are the kind of out of the box thinker the kind of person who kind of 
leads change. Not everyone does, right? But you're you're in that. That's kind of who you are, and and obviously that's aligns very well with the growth set. Talk to me about what you saw as opportunities when you thought about the change and doing something new, when you saw a platform like Workado, what what went through your mind? Like I said earlier, right, before getting into this position, like I've spent like the last 10 years on each and every corner of digital business where it comes from front end to back end to platform data uh, and, you know, help migrate the marketing solution platform from legacy systems to enable them cloud while doing that transition right and um, from legacy to cloud i was able to see that the kind of weight i was lugging with me and i knew right then and there that you know this would need to change because moving from a business where we are selling to consumers and business to a completely b2b model around our core strategic accounts we needed to simplify and then um, and i've always been you know like looking at and thinking outside the box right and trying to figure out how can this be done better right always challenging the norms of like this is the traditional architecture of how we do things and then how what can we do to like you know drive that growth that we need when it comes to transforming our platform from where we are as a legacy system to what we really need for Kindrel to drive as a strategic platform. And when I was when I was tasked with this requirement when we 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 ran we our our chief architect was driving this application disposition uh, and phase of identifying systems to sunset and uh, driving a change around like you know adopting SaaS solutions my domain already owned a lot of marketing so that part was easier for me but then the overall gap within the integration side was what was missing and i had to like really start thinking like without having renewed investments of migrating these old legacy process into new environment new infrastructure and still be able to achieve this at the speed at which I need to run business, keep both production lines operational, uh, constantly be able to drive those change and publish those changes immediately as in when we get any new information from other subdomains. I needed that speed. I needed that agility to be able to, you know, drive integration. And when I came across Vocato, it, straight away out of the box fit the bill for me. When I saw that the platform was ready when it came to compliance, security, and was able to provide as observability end-to-end uh, was, was what I was looking for right from, right from the beginning. And then the, then the vast resources of all the connectors that were available. The ease of the platform, the use of the drag and drop capability was, got me thinking is like, you know, this is this is exactly what the need of the hour is for a team that is, that is, you know, has so much work to do, manage two production lines and uh, they need something simple. They need, their focus should not be on CICD and infrastructure. Their focus should be more on delivering business value and Workado was giving us that opportunity, my team, the opportunity to like, you know, leverage the out of the box connectors and drag and drop our flows, create our existing legacy flows 
and and build keep the systems up and running you have this visual i believe you you showed so at some point of this inverted uh, pyramid right and yeah. and so yeah i think you described you know i i think you said at the very beginning you said there was a lot of weight that you felt uh, from the uh Uh, from the legacy architecture. And then at the same time, I think you're also telling us, and I think the audience feels that of, of that urgency that's needed, right? To to get this done in a short amount of time. Obviously the two, they don't go, they don't go well together, right? The weight on your feet and then you got to run fast. Uh, that that That's a problem. But tell us about these uh, inverted pyramids and, and what you saw there, uh, what made the difference. So, I mean, when, when you look at the our traditional approach to like, you know, uh, where we've come evolved as, as, you know, in this whole technology landscape is, you know, you're always building something based on an infrastructure is at the base of everything. Then you're building your applications on top of it. And then you have all your processes, you know, like CI, CD, everything that you need. And then you have the value that is delivered. So when I look at this pyramid and I was looking at it and I was like, the first thing that my CIO asked is like, you know, we've got to reduce that footprint of that infrastructure. And knowing that everything that we do around technologies is evolving always around business processes and then the technology and people. So for me, my process was evolving and my technology was, footprint was really broad. And, um, When I saw, when I started like, you know, layer this requirement and start to break this up around people, process and technology, I said that, you know, technology is what needs to give for me because that will help me reduce the cost. It will also help me simplify. And so when I saw that, I was like, you know, what would it look like for me if I flip this pyramid where my technology footprint is like balanced with proper governance around it? And then you layer all your integrations and automations and you have value. You switch, you bring value, which is right now, you know, at the top and you're flipping that and you're expanding and you're giving more value to the business. And uh, when I started thinking around this, like, can this be achieved? Right. And I started to have conversations with my leadership around like, you know, this is my vision. This is what I want to drive. It gives us what we need. We need proper governance, but governance can evolve over time. It cannot, it cannot be defined, right? So, I mean, taking that approach and looking at how it would benefit Kindrel, how it would benefit our, you know, sales and marketing team to take on such big transformation and drive those integrations within that stipulated, you know, time of two years uh, was was what got me, you know, like all charged up i would say i, I, could, no, no, I could really no. see i could really see the opportunity with using the pl platform like workout right low code out of the box connectors it straight away takes away your infrastructure network overhead and all the ci cd processes and everything that you need at the same time it gives you everything that else you need along with it which is you know deployment cycles one click publishing to test and develop, uh, you know, production, uh, security, observability. And it, it was just a no-brainer for me to like, you know, not to explore that opportunity further and, and you know, get all the right people uh, to, to, I would say, you know, come in, validate and, you know, give their consent. 
No, perfect, perfect. Yeah, and I mean, look, I think that is a, a, a big change, a big growth mindset kind of move. Uh, you know, and thankfully you, you started it early. I mean, we, I, I've seen transformation where people, you know, go on for six months using the old permit with the weight at the bottom. Right. And then yeah. they realize, oops, we're just not going to make it. And then they have to switch over and, and sometimes Workado is saving them. But at that point it gets harder. You guys did it from the beginning, which is obviously gives you the m most, uh, uh, flexibility. So, so that's, that's awesome. Let's talk about process mindset. So one of, one of the things the book says is, look, if you want to get this new automation mindset, you want to, uh, achieve efficiency, um, you want to get this all sorted and orchestrated around, you need to think in terms of business processes. And so you're, we're, we're now in this, uh, marketing domain, which is, which is your, your world. Uh, it's famous. The marketing space, I think, is famous for all the applications that exist. I think there's this landscape out there that has grown to just, you know, I think the latest chart where all the applications are on there, you can't, you can't see the applications anymore. That's how many yeah. there are. Uh, yeah. But so you, we're, you're talking marketing automation software. You're talking about, you mentioned it sailed like a CRM integration, account-based marketing, a, a CDP, customer data platform, enrichment services, events, all of that. So you guys, all this grab bag, but then now there's business processes, right? That cross these, these application assets. How do you think about that? What, uh, um, how, how do you architect the solution having a process in mind? And how does that maybe ch differ from, from the ways you guys did it before? So all the processes that we inherit was inherited, right? We had to like really think and reimagine these processes. And like processes was, again, something that was was a constant pattern that was evolving around the you know shift around us right and being able to focus just on one domain and say okay this is how it needs to work was not the way to go so we had to basically keep a fine balance of what is currently there to support business continuity and what do we really require look at look at all of the processes so um for example like we're looking at one of our you know event uh, systems and what what the entire you know the the number of steps we had in that process was around like 120 and uh, immediately when i saw that and right, there was an opportunity over here because of all the pain points that i've heard in our, in our legacy systems in working on those legacy platforms i was able to have get the leadership have a design thinking workshop over five days help them to understand like you know what we're trying to accomplish over here is like can we can we really look at this from a completely new lens that supports kindle going forward not what we in what we've inherited and we want to push that wheel forward right we want to like really take that step so like working with the leadership trying to understand what those new processes are what are the processes that drive and that marketeers need on a daily basis right so reimagining how those processes would fit, take some, you know, actionable steps like convincing the, the, the leadership around, you know, where, where do you see an opportunity to improve? And, um, you know, having that and define that, right? Share that with the leadership, get their leadership buy-in and see if this, this can be, this can be enabled and we can approach this with, with Vakato, right? Because the integration over here is simple. Integration can be done. Uh, we just need to, focus on what our existing process is and what do we need 
this sounds to me like it's a close relationship with the business people also, right? With the operational people definitely, on, definitely. The, on the marketing side. I think that's, that's probably critical to make this all work, right? Definitely. It's like we need to get the business buy-in because the end of it, you technology does not drive by itself, right? We're not there yet. Maybe we can talk about how AI is enabling that for us in the future. But for now, we still technology and people like working you know, as, as together as partners, right? And when when you're trying to drive that, you need to look at what they what the what the teams are trying to do, and does it really help marketeers? So you know, working with them, business to like really define what their existing process is, and showing them the art of possible, right? As 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 mentioned in the book, is like you need to always rethink, reimagine how can this be done better. So showing them the various options available and let them, you know, come in and, you know, contribute to simplify helps them, you know, having the collaborative purpose, right? Sharing that one, uh, you know, collaborate on that purpose on what we're trying to do and bring them on board, give them ownership of their process and see if we can simplify it for them really helps in, in any engagement when it comes to changing, bringing change. Mm, makes sense. So when I work with customers, one thing, especially larger customers like like a Kindrel, what I notice is that, you know, there are end to end processes like lead to opportunity, for example, you mentioned it, right? Um, but often enough, those end to end processes are almost like siloed into little pieces. I mean, I think the best example is like all the all the applications that are part of that end to end process. I mean, rarely does an end-to-end process work across one application only? I think that's very rare. It typically touches multiple applications across the process. But then often the teams are by applications. They're almost like siloed pieces of the process. Did, did you guys, uh, uh, did, did the same exist at, at uh, Kindrel or IBM Global Services before? I mean, did you stress that end-to-end view more in the, in the new world? So, uh, I mean, one of the one of the biggest uh, what what I saw in the previous organization was like you know these siloed domains like ownership and then you know interfaces available interfaces governed but like nobody was thinking this like you know holistic one one single domain right I look at it sales and marketing as DevOps for me it's as simple as you know like I want team to come together to generate revenue and uh, right from the the announcement of when I would be taking up the ownership of marketing as an enterprise architect, I was, uh, I, w- I was also introduced to the chief architect for sales and marketing, and I was like immediately started having conversations with them. And one of my first ask to him was like, you know, we need to bring these domains together. We, this is not marketing. This is not sales. We need to bring the systems together, and look look at this from an end to end process, not within the domain. It's not like you know I'm handing over. A, the baton in a relay and then you run with it <laughs> it's in the end of it we need to make sure that you know we can cross to that finish line together and and have that share that you know like shared responsibility right and that vision of bringing the and what it can do for you as a business like clear visibility and clear requirements are defined our processes are sim- still like simplified we know what the end-to-end process looks like what need what you require all that requirements are met by marketing and having that clarity like you know was 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 what i was chasing right from day one is like reduce 
those siloed spaces bring a collaborative working environment bring the sales and marketing together no i think this is really critical uh for the for the process view uh, and this is what the book also talks about now i do believe that marketing actually makes for very specific processes because i i don't think there is a domain other than marketing where things are so fluid i think marketeers like to experiment right uh you know, maybe your procurement process, maybe that'll stay very similar for years to come, right? But in marketing, that is rarely the case. I mean, there's going to be a new app or a new way of doing things. And so yeah. I think probably once you design the process, it's already outdated again, and then someone wants to move around. So I think that agility of the process, uh, that's probably very important for you guys too, right? Yes, and that really brings uh, to a very, you know, a very sweet spot in this whole, uh, you know, engagement with with Kindle and trying to drive the marketing technology. It was to deliver at the speed of business, and this is something that I always use this because if you see our traditional way of meeting business requirements, there's always a you know a backlog with requirements, and marketing is an always on capability, right? It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And like you said, right, they're constantly looking at innovative ways to, you know, nurture leads, get the leads in, their events, campaign strategies, changes, and it's like constantly evolving. And through all of this, the requirements keep on piling up in our backlog. And, you know, this again goes back to the pyramid that I was talking about, right? Your infrastructure, code, business requirements, when you deliver all of those integrations of value. So the diminishing return you know, for a requirement that you've received from marketing over a period of time diminishes and they do not get the results because by the time you've delivered the value, they've already moved on to new things, right? Trying to say, okay, this is what the need of the hour is. How, how much time are you going to, you know, spend? And that's why I say is like technology, even though we say technology and business work hand in hand, I see, I see it as technology is always chasing business, and what I'm trying to do is try to reduce that gap. The only way you can reduce the gap is when you can focus on business delivering value when you don't have to spend time writing code. And especially with the services industry where Kindrel is and what we need from as, as C-Evidence CIO to support marketing is to be able to deliver that value to business on time, right? And so, yeah, it's, 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 an, it's an interesting theory, but it like, you know, completely aligns with the uh, what I was trying to vision as a pyramid, flip the pyramid where you can reduce the footprint, you can drive more value and be able to deliver the speed of business. Yeah. And, and, and for you guys, it's uh, compounded almost like, you know, you got the, the big spin-off and you got an aggressive timeline with that kind of replanning your city if you want. And plus you're in, in a, in a specific part of the city, the marketing domain yeah. where, Things shift all the time. It's the happening part of the of town, like you know where you you, you know new restaurants come up and new uh, <laughs> yeah. new shops come up, and things always on the yeah. on the move. So you gotta you gotta keep up. It's it's a it's a tough one. I mean, it's a and I I think I also want people to uh, understand here on the line, you know, just how challenging this is sometimes, and 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 and, and that you can 
you know, if, if you have a platform like Workado that can reduce some of that weight and that pain to a certain degree, I think it'll really takes, I mean, it does take weight off your shoulder, literally. It does, definitely. And I mean, you bring a good analogy over here. It's like, you know, your city landscape and you think about like all the pipes that you want to, you know, connect, right? Like waterways, like distribute water. And if you say I need to distribute water from here to there, you don't have to like, you know, start thinking in terms of like, you know, designing your city plan of how those pipelines need to be. You have existing patterns. You have a connector over here. You have a connector over there. All you need to decide is like what de- what flows through those pipes and at what speed you want to, you know, flow the flow that way. And that's how I look at it as as, as integration. And then a layer on top of it is like if you want to automate it, right? Is like I need. I don't want it to be continuously flowing. I want it to flow with certain thing with you know factoring in other parameters around it or other requirements that need to be you know merged together. Uh, yeah, uh, I absolutely. This is again like with marketing. Like you said, is like a, you have. It's like they're always looking at new shiny toys to play with to make their process efficient, to get those leads in. And then you always try to chase, right? Those requirements, how to get those integrations done. Where does the data need to flow? With like a tool like Workato, I think so like all of that is like really taken care of very well. My developers have become business oriented now. <laughs> they, they speak the language of business. They, 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 you know, they engage with business. They understand what, uh, what needs to be built, why it needs to be built. They don't think about how it needs to be built and what the number of lines of code are going to be required to build that. And that's really improved um, the engagement with, you know, our technology team and the business team, like coming together and then be able to. So now when marketing ever decides to pick up a solution, we know, okay, we have the integrations available and we just work on what those interfaces are, the security around those interfaces, the governance around those interfaces, and where does this data need to be you know, pulled or pushed? So we talked about the, you know, you have to have a growth mindset, which you, which you demonstrated. You have to have that process mindset. So think end-to-end processes, think that these processes might change and so on. Try to try to eliminate these process silos. And then last but not least, you need the scale mindset because a proper transformation, you know, can't happen somewhere in the cellar, like with three people, right? I mean, you know, can't be just the developers who, who are doing this. It's got to be, you, you, you talked about how you are collaborating with the business side and so on. But also that is not easy, right? And, and so talk to me a little bit because what I heard is that you came out with this growth mindset and here's the new platform and then you had your developers uh then w- what happened vishwas like what, what what was the what was the reception of uh, <laughs> of workado with the with the developer team and and how did that go uh, i mean for me for me i i had spent 6 months right trying to like you know work with workado and your team to like figure out how and everything works together i got all the certifications to you know automate level one level two level three and i knew what that you know what it would really do right but i am an enterprise architect i am not running the show right it's in the end it's the technology team that's and the engineering team the you know um, 
is moving and doing this and this is so i had to like start i knew that it's going to be a lot of challenge for me to first change the mindset so when i started exploring vacato and after i was convinced and i had seen what it can do i started to enable my business and my team right from the get go is like because eventually it need it's going to land up on their end and they need to run the show so a lot of resistance on like you know existing because you know if you look at a developer and you say that you're going to be you know stop writing code they immediately is like you know how am i going to get this done and like you know how am i going to they think about scalability they think about like security they start thinking about like you know can this handle my requirements do i have the visibility of what is happening yeah so definitely i met a lot of resistance from my from my from my team but like i said i had to like change everybody to you know reimagine right change their mindset and in order to change their mindset i was i asked them to like you know run some of their use cases like you know you have your backlog you've seen what time you've spent writing custom code you have some you know midway understanding of what that process does and then so they you know try to do the same thing with docker and see what it means what what do you how do you feel about using this platform when they started using the platform it was like immediately after a week of learning they came back to me and said like this is just amazing is like you know i was taking so long to do all of this and now all of that is taken out of the box i really don't need to spend time trying to think about ci cd or code or testing and everything everything comes out of the box and our focus has moved from thinking how to write code to focusing on what is business require and how we can deliver it faster so we saw a tremendous shift in the time that we spent to the efficiency came and then um, when they knew that towards the end of our tsa exit right uh, we we were we would have such a short runway they saw this as life changing they were able to adapt uh, from then on it was focusing on you know like how to get the platform ready so i started focusing on the platform getting it enabled getting all the connectors ready that they needed we did some groundwork around understanding what our existing processes were documenting each and every process is what it was doing and what were the changing systems in front of us that we would need to integrate with and how and what the processes would and the data requirements for those pipelines required so and once we had all of this documented it was it was just so easy for my team to just come on board and start driving those you know requirements and closing those backlog items in day to day time we initially had planned about 9 to 10 months for our lift and shift and thinking about you know how this would be without workato for us um with workato we were able to complete this in 4 months time And so I, I guess what it is when the when the pressure is on, right? When the when the clock is ticking, then the developers see like, oh wow, maybe I can, maybe I can get this done and 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 go I home think, in time exactly. and, and spend time with my families and and that's actually that's a big deal, right? Yeah. It, it 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 takes. I mean, literally, again to to the point, it it takes a weight off my shoulders. Definitely, it's it's some of the developers. It's been like really life changing. I mean, they I know it. They miss coding. I personally myself. 
I miss coding. But, you know, you got to like, sometimes you got to keep your personal goals away from what you're trying to do for your business, right? And I was like, this is what business needs, right? How do you align your goals to this, right? Like I said, it's a shared responsibility. You, you, you need to align your, your goals and your checkpoints around what you're delivering for business as a value. At the end of it, they're not going to come and evaluate your code. They're going to look at what you've done for business. So if the business is growing and you're driving those pipelines, then, you know, the results are what you know, your, your KPIs that you deliver are those checkpoint goals for you. So you are meeting your business objectives and that's what your focus needs to be. Uh, at the same time, I'm not saying that, you know, stop coding or do anything like, you know, the you have access to the platform, you have access to write custom code or do a, you know, do your POCs on the side, right? If there's a better way to do something, do it and share. At the same time, from a business perspective, look at what we need to simplify our technology stack. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of resistance in the beginning. Um, like our, some of our sales teams, they, uh, they, they had a, you know, like doing big data pipelines and then, you know, having them to like say shift gears and like now use this tool where you just drag and drop and boom, you have your pipeline. It just did not sit well with them either. But I guess it, is, it, it takes it takes a village and it takes, uh, you know, an initiative uh, to engage, get the right amount of engagement to drive your teams to the vision that you've created and, you know, help them be the guide and be the helping hand showing them every step of the way what it is delivering for your business at the same time enabling you to deliver that value to business it seems like it actually helped the developers in in a certain way also because i do believe that i think you mentioned earlier they got closer to the business right they actually got more familiar with what the problems actually were they were solving which I do believe is an important skill. I mean, for a career of a developer, the more you know about the uh, the business side, I think the more effective you will be. Would, would you agree? Definitely, definitely. It's 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 trying to trying to like you know. I I think it also like when you look at five ten years from now, right? We are getting to, or we've already started on a journey where we want to automate things. We are looking at generative AI, and you know how it can help you know, automate and, you know, improve our processes. And, you know, looking at the future, that is the need of the hour, right? You are going to be, you're going to be focused more on business. So as an engineer, understanding what business is, right? Creating those citizen citizenship developers and, you know, from both sides, right? Low-code, no-code platform becomes a common language for both business and technology to speak because there used to be this constant, you know, uh, shake between business and developers. When business came the requirement, always some friction over there trying to communicate that requirement. I mean, is it possible? Uh, and I've dealt with that in the past. But when I see a platform like low code, no code, it removes that, you know, um, that friction between business and thing. You can speak the same same language. So you are you're converting your developers to business, and you're converting your business to engineers. And they speak the same language. And when you can get that get that aligned, you know, it's like there is there's no stopping. And that no. was the goal, it was like helping both sides 
of my of my team on the business side and on the on the technology side like these days oh we have this requirement oh it can be done in vacato there's a connector for it right that that gives that you know easy confidence to a business to bring the requirements saying that you know let's let's get this thing done the goal over here now is to ensure that we have the right governance in place because i don't want every requirement to be thought from oh can it be done using vacato needs to be really governed on what what we are building why we are building who is accessing it and then scale the usability of the platform within our domain and across our domains and can you uh, imagine also talking about governance because we're talking about the scale mindset right so one of the ideas is again go into the into the business but then also involve as many people in IT as you can Uh, some of the older tools, you had to be a specialist on your tool. You know, maybe you're a specialist Java coder or you specialist backend programmer or you specialist, um, you know, integration, MuleSoft developer or something like that. It's like almost like you have to do this all day long. Um, wh wh what's your plan there with Workado? Because I think you could probably be, you know, an application administrator, I think can be part of, of 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 a process now also i mean you can you can get more people involved right would and and, and how do you think about the governance uh, across those people i mean governance is a key key you know component of this because when you think about like you know flipping the pyramid now the pyramid is like you know standing and on a tipping point right it could tip both ways and how do you stabilize it and i said the only way to like you know it stabilizes is by you know having that force field of governance around it right keeping it's an invisible field it does not restrict anyone but then having the right you know um access people for people in place it allows us to scale because now you're going from like i said from us specific uh, you know skill set to no skills required no skills required meaning understanding of the business process and understanding of the connectors what you need you don't need to be specialized in one thing you can be specialized in everything and uh, and and you know with the right governance you're able to drive that you can have like and federate the the platform and uh, you know educate and enable your business to work, right? Where the business wants to come in, do something they can and uh, play around to improve process or do POCs. But at the same time, they have the right support from the technology team to ensure that, right? That not everything is going live in production. It's going with some checks and balances. The end of it is like, you don't want to overcrowd. At the same time, you don't want to stop anyone. And that is the mindset that, you know, and the... And uh, the the effort right now is to is to drive that for for our further adoption. Yeah, this is uh, this is fascinating. For each episode, I kind of uh, made a little goal and I say like I want to distill one little nugget that I I think I really want people to to remember. And I think it's that inverted pyramid. I think it really is. If you think about what you can accomplish with this new automation mindset, right? You you're going from something where that's weighted down where you actually spending a lot of time and effort and so on, on that infrastructure. And then you have your applications, there's many of them, and then it's mixed up with custom code. And unfortunately, because of all that weight, you're actually getting to actually not that much value at the top. There is a little bit, but it's, uh, it's limited. 
And now we can flip it around. Uh, and it's actually, you know, not that much infrastructure at the bottom. I mean, it, it's, it's still there. It's just taken care of by, by Workado in a way. And then you have more cloud native applications in there, but all, all the rest that you have, right? Uh, instead of custom code, you have a, a low code platform like Workado. And then what it means is that you actually get a, a, a very significant amount of business value. The only thing, as you mentioned, I, I, I love this, by the way, is that, you know, it is a permit standing, you know, on the, on the top. So, I mean, it can, it can fall, right? But, but, but you have the governance framework for that. And that's that invisible force that, that keeps it up, uh, yeah. that makes it possible that you can scale across more uh, um, developer. It makes it possible that it's... Um, you know, it does it doesn't it doesn't crumble in a way, uh, and it's uh, because otherwise we would be the wild west where everybody just does whatever they want, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's 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 pretty much it. I mean, for me, that the moment when I was looking at you know what my technology people process is, sort of like put that pyramid together, I was like, you know, that weighs you down. And how would it be if we could, like, you know, remove that weight? Or, I mean, how many times do you want to spend writing in the same CI/CD management infrastructure? We adopt SaaS solutions because it's out of the box. You don't have to manage it. Why can't the same be applied for an integration platform as a service? Why can't we think about a decoupled integration platform that's completely platform agnostic, can integrate with anything you need, Right, any of your technology stack, any any SaaS systems, and focus to deliver value. I would say that you know when you when I look at Vocato, I don't see like oh it's can it's driving integration and automation. It's driving value. It's value driving to the point that you know you can close the gap between technology and business, and you can walk hand in hand as it should be in your. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to to close the conversation here. I mean, I think I hope the audience seeing that this is possible. It almost seems a little too good to be true, right? But it is possible. It's it's worked in a very large enterprise, uh, Kindrel, uh, ninety thousand uh, people. It worked under, I mean, severe pressures. Uh, you know, a two year spin off uh, from an old entity with lots and lots of applications and complexity and, and, and process silos and so on. And then it also worked, let's not forget in a domain marketing, uh, yeah. marketing sales, which actually by itself has a lot of complexities by you know, just having to be very agile because things change all the time. So there's a lot of redoing that, that is just normal. It's not, it's nothing wrong. Uh, it's just, the, the nature of the beast, if uh, if you want. Vishwash, thank, thank you so much. Uh, I hope uh, the audience got inspiration and there might be ways to, uh, you know, make life easier as you, as you said, your developer's experience. So, so thank you, Vishwas. Uh, thanks for the audience uh, and uh, see you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's The New Automation Mindset, where AI automation and integration come together. If you want to learn more about the key topics we've covered in the show, you can find them in the book, The New Automation Mindset by our Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. 
Also, leave us a comment and let us know what you thought of today's conversations. And don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you.